glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM, and this is your co-host, Robbie. Having a good time with that. Having a good time, having a good time. Don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. Having a ball. Don't stop me now. Don't stop me. If you want to have a good time, just give me a call. They call him Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do call That's Robbie. He doesn't know what a temperature is. Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> Speaking of Fahrenheit, the West Coast is on fire. How's it going, JM? Uh, smoky. Smoky? Yeah. Ooh. California, well, Oregon, and Washington State are all on fire. Oh, dear. Yep. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. When people... What? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say when people burn down huge chunks of the country uh, by having gender reveal parties. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Talk to me about this. <laughs> uh, so it, this is the thing that gets dangerous. People have been killed uh, just like directly by them. Uh, people wanna, mean, want to let everyone know what genitals their baby is going to have. So they have a big party <laughs> and they load up a whole bunch of uh, gunpowder, I guess. Uh, maybe fucking dynamite. I don't fucking know. Uh, explosives. Uh, and then like, you know, like a, a colored powder, either blue or pink depending on the color of their baby's genitals. And uh, and then they explode that thing. And uh, it's apparently really important to people. And uh, and this is the second time, uh, I think in as many years, as such an explosion has caused thousands of, like started a fire that has destroyed thousands of acres of, of land. Uh, Fuck me. Yeah. What gender was the baby? Uh, it doesn't fucking matter. That's what gender the baby was. It doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. The mother was burned horribly and did not make it. Uh, so I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's the case. I think these fucking idiots all it got is, away it's and canon. left the you, we, fire. We, we, we've we've willed it into existence. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's that's stories of, of does. people this fucking is a magic podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if we can do that, then I'm going to start casting some some broader fucking spells uh or maybe more focused spells uh yeah but there's things where, where people have had these things and like detonated something and like they'll have like a pile of shit on which they're detonating the, the powder the colored powder and a chunk of something will fly into the crowd of of anxious onlookers and fucking kill a family member like Jesus. it's just like it's just like Make a cake, you fucking psychos. <laughs> just just make a cake. And if it needs yeah. to explode, put a fucking firecracker in it. Like, I don't know what you're fucking... <laughs> Even then, that's not necessary. Use air pressure. Just, like, push a little thing and make an air pressure pop and then fucking blue gushers come out. I don't fucking know. Anyway, America's on fire, both literally and metaphorically. So. America, baby. <laughs> well, nothing uh, is... Immediately on fire in in well, nothing is on fire in my immediate vicinity over here, okay. so uh, I can't I can't say that I've um uh, I'm, I'm experiencing the same 
uh, <laughs> smokiness yeah. that you are right now. Um, I uh, in well, in fact, I don't really know what's been going on uh, over here because I have been playing Control. Oh yeah, and now that's all I think about. Nice. It's very good. Have you played it? I did play it. Uh, you not like it? I, I I got a little ways into it, and I couldn't really I couldn't really care about it. It's yeah. It really your mileage varies depending on your well. One, if 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 you like what Remedy do, that helps. Yeah. Um, but also, secondly, like you're you need to have quite a an an open mind and and a and a large appetite for just oddness in general not necessarily getting answers to questions yeah not necessarily uh understanding fully why you might need to go and do certain things um there's not a lot of rationality going on which i really enjoy um but yeah i can totally see why some people would bounce off it and i I have a lot of trepidation about that sort of thing sorry you'll be honest well I I hadn't I've only just started playing it um but, but it was because a friend of mine had uh, had also played it recently and he told me that they uh, uh Remedy had done a new uh, update that uh, basically put a load of options in it to make the game like 10 times easier. Hmm. Nice. Um because I think sort of one of the criticisms of it was that uh it was quite hard. The combat is not the best. Yeah. Um and I think it and I think some of the enemies and stuff made it quite difficult. Yeah. Uh, for people um so they put all these accessibility options in it and basically i'm just an invincible superhero so i'm just oh, fuck, yeah. wandering around and and just kind of enjoy just enjoying because what i really love is the atmosphere and the setting and i like the weirdness in the story and, and yeah. things like that so i'm kind of just i'm I'm just enjoying it from that perspective That's but great. i will say that like even like even though i'm i can't die in the firefights and stuff like this like just getting through like the boss fights or the firefights and stuff is you know makes me realize like how difficult it probably was yeah. for most people i probably would have bounced off it as well to be honest i'm not i'm not a very hardcore gamer i'm not a i'm 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 not a fan of like mystery boxes like in movies and tv shows and games because i don't have a lot of faith in people to actually pull that shit off that's like, fair jj abrams has made an entire career out of disappointing people and yeah he hasn't made anything good has he no like it starts cool and interesting and yeah like, whoa what I, if I, and it's like motherfucker anybody can not anybody can do that he's got a talent for it don't get me wrong but sure. like yeah writing the beginning of a mystery and not having a satisfying ending is just yeah basic <laughs> yeah like, yeah, yeah I, not... I was thinking about that i was thinking about that the other day it's like he oh well i i i, I thought the um Star Trek reboot was was quite fun, yeah. But but it's Star Trek. It's not it's not an original idea. Yeah, um, and also there was no like mystery. He wasn't trying to do like mystery no. stuff. But he did do that shit with Star Wars. Yeah, which, which ended up nonsense. Not going well for any of us. No, we don't talk about that anymore. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, but what we do talk about is video games. Yeah. 
So and uh, oh, sorry, no, you. you well, I was going to say you were mentioning going around being an, uh, a nigh invincible superhero, and uh, this will be a good segue into something I forgot I didn't put on the list for today. But uh, one of my favorite soundtracks is the Advent Rising soundtrack. In fact, what got me into that game was I was gifted an old iPod, and it had that soundtrack on there, and I was like, "What is this fucking soundtrack?" Tommy Tallarico's Advent Rising. And uh, it's a really cool game with a great soundtrack. And uh, today we're going to talk about our favorite soundtracks. Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. Uh, I'd like to start with the first one on your list and what a surprise it was for me, what the track actually was. Because I was like, oh, okay. I clicked it and I was like, oh, I know what this is going to be. And it absolutely was not what I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Okay, so let's let's put a little sample in here for the fans listening at home. Okay, so here's uh, here's yeah. a sample of what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, it's the furthest thing. It's yeah. literally the furthest thing possible from that. It's like, it's for me. It's it's not just the perfect. So what's it from? Music for, okay, all right. So <laughs> I'm being vague. <laughs> this is from Tetris, the CDI, the Philips CDI. <laughs> <laughs> that was also like, oh shit, CDI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so they made terrible zelda games but they made really good tetris games or one really good tetris game um so it, it's but it is literally just tetris but uh with backgrounds of like mountains and lakes and things like this and then instead of the traditional uh tetris theme um or anything approaching yeah. that uh, they've gone for like this fucking <laughs> unreal sort of prog synth chill, ethereal. Uh, chill. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like what they play in like wellness centers. <laughs> yeah, and it's just beautiful. It's so so amazing, and it's like, and I there's two reasons why I love it. One, I just love the music anyway. Mm-hmm. But two, I find games like tetris like i was playing tetris 99 at a friend's house recently and uh it's fun but it's stress inducing Mm -hmm. and tetris tetris is a fun game to play my girlfriend is like an absolute monster on tetris (laughs) um but i kind of panic and i'm i'm not very good at it but playing if you play tetris with these like these be- these lush backgrounds, <laughs> these beautiful vistas, and this Im- incredible music—it's just a completely different experience. It's like really meditative and amazing. Mm. I love it. It's like you close your eyes and you're just like sailing away on a glass boat in an ocean of tranquility <laughs> and strangely shaped blocks. Yeah, exactly. It's the, I mean, if you if you ever see like you know vaporwave, if you ever see like vaporwave designs or or mm. memes or anything like that this soundtrack is mm. the sound of of those images close your eyes this is the sound of tetris exactly 
<laughs> yeah, just four monthly payments of ninety-five, <laughs> and we'll mail <laughs> we'll mail out the latest volume. Yeah, yes, it's like that, ways. and it's also like the song to an infomercial. Yeah, um, it's it's so many things. It's like it's the eighties love song, mm. you know, from a movie or. <laughs> like hold music <laughs> you know when you when you phone up something mm-hmm. yeah Relax. or like wait we'll wait yeah soon. waiting room music like if you go to like you can imagine being like a waiting room or somewhere like like a creepy cosmetic surgery <laughs> or something <laughs> we're all like what? everyone's got like these plastered on smiles and they're just like Jesus. playing this music over the top something to be said for like chill music when you're doing a, a, a high tension game so like if i really want to win at enter the gungeon uh i would have to either turn down or turn off the soundtrack oh totally. and then put on something chill yeah because it's very much that like calm like all right move kill move kill because the music's excellent and mathematically yeah. just yeah like and it's so dense there's like several there's like several different songs all playing at the same time on each of the tracks mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful but like my brain is like i've got enough to deal with right now yeah i i'm the same with like you know hotline miami is obviously mm. oh and by the way listeners we will not <laughs> either of us be picking a hotline miami soundtrack oh, yeah. on this <clears throat> because that would be too obvious although but we'll just make delay from moon would have been my choice well yeah I would pick uh, either the Sun of Raw song, you know, from the, mm-hmm. uh, from the, uh, um, when you're in the, is that when you, you're in the video shop or, okay. the, um, or in the, in the, uh, oh, shit, when, you go, when you go, when you go to the shop and Beard is there, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's the music in there. I think that or El Huevo. Mm. Or uh, Untitled from Green Kingdom. Yeah, this is why we can't do Hotline. Okay. Yeah, anyway. And they're not game. But, they're not strictly game soundtracks also, those. Those are tracks no, from yeah. artists that were brought onto a game. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little and, different. But to what you were saying, when I was playing Hotline Miami, a lot of people really enjoy the music because it's got that driving mm-hmm. kind of like techno element to it and it kind of gets people in the zone. But I found on the levels where I was really struggling, I would just turn the music off entirely. Mm. And just and and the sound effects and everything, I just mute my console and then just because sometimes yeah, you just you just need to focus on one thing, and sometimes <laughs> that's really hard when the music is like really overwhelming. Yeah, and that's why this Tetris soundtrack is so fucking good. Yeah. I just wish that they released that version on other platforms because I'd play it all the well, time. Well, you still got your Philips CDI, right? Well, yeah, obviously. Was that a standalone <laughs> system, like like a like yeah. VCR style? Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. It was, and it, it's yeah, it's, it's mainly famous for the for those um, like Zelda games that were like animated. There was sort of like a cross between like, like Dragon Slayer, Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair. Oh, okay, yeah. or yeah, Lair, like yeah, that. Dragon's Lair. Yeah, yeah, but they were like uh, they were uh, awful animation, and yeah. <laughs> Link had like brown hair, and he was like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> it was like terrible. Nice, <laughs> but anyway, yes, my first pick is Tetris on the Philips CDI. 
So why don't you pick one of mine that you want to go with first? Okay, so I uh, I want to hear about the the one that I'm least familiar with first. Okay. So that would be the second one on your list. Really? Uh, Act Razor. Act Razor, yeah. Well, buckle up, baby, because we're going to talk about <laughs> Act Razor. was a launch title for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, At least in the U.S. it was. I'm pretty sure it was one of the very first games I had on there. Uh, But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a launch title. Uh, It is a game where you play as a a long dormant god, uh, kind of Christian mythology-like. You're woken by this little cherub angel, and you descend in, like, you're in your sky palace, and you can descend, and your essence infuses a statue, and then it becomes a platformer. And you fight through a level, and once you beat that level, you awaken the people of that region. And then it becomes kind of a a, <clears throat> a, a town sim, where you play as the little angel, and you're protecting the townspeople, and they pray to you, and all sorts of things like this. And then at the end of, like, once the town reaches a certain size and you do accomplish certain things, a second platformer level opens up, and that completes that region. And then you it unlocks the next region, and you move on, and you kind of do that throughout the game you swap between this platformer and this god sim and it's absolutely one of my favorite games in the world and if i ever get to make a game it's 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 going to be a, a love letter to to act razor wow uh, yeah and the soundtrack was one of the one of, was one of the first video game soundtracks that had like an orchestral uh level to it that that you know kind of stood on its own as a good soundtrack uh, yeah so one of the things i wrote down here was that i wrote almost classical mm-hmm. <laughs> was one of my was one of my notes on it because yeah it's a 16 16 bit game but uh yeah it had like it had that sort of that air of like not necessarily like lofty high highfalutin kind of medieval fantasy but it mm-hmm. but it it had that grandiosity to it mm-hmm uh yeah i mean and like the opening theme is like huge and and, and stuff like yeah. that fuck that was like medieval as shit that was like the most like the second it starts it like puts you Mm -hmm. exactly where you imagine you know Mm -hmm. it's like okay i got it like i'm in a medieval village or a castle and there's fucking magic and knights and witches and all this kind of shit knocking about Mm -hmm. it was great it was really jaunty yeah, and I, I included the track, so I, I kind of doubled up. I had Birth of the People, which is, like, kind of the main, like, town-building sim music. Uh, right. And then there's more action stuff on, like, the boss fights and the platformer. But I also included Descent, which is, like, a 15-second track. That was actually the first one I put, and I was like, it's only 15 seconds. But that mm-hmm. is, like, it's only 15 seconds, and it's one of my absolute favorite pieces of music in a video oh, game man. ever. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Because uh, it's it's when you're going from your sky palace into wherever you're going, and you, it usually involves you going either into a volcano or a pit. So you're going towards this black spot, and so the black fills the screen. 
and you're spinning as it gets bigger and bigger. And on Super Nintendo, this was amazing. Like, whoa, I'm falling from the sky. And <laughs> and it builds and it builds. And then it's like, dun, 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 dun. And then there's this really small pause and this really tiny, I don't know if it's a trumpet or a trombone, what it's supposed to be. But there's just this little bitty dun, dun, dun at the end. <laughs> and that pause and that last like little thing fucking just is bliss to me. I love it when just little motifs in video games mm. just stick with you. Mm-hmm. I always liked at the end of the Sonic levels when it would be like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's the, it's the spacing. It's the spacing between... Like when you did that, I was like, oh, shit, that is exactly right. Great, isn't it? And it's just such a small moment, but it stays with you. I actually have a symphonic, uh, you know, a, a version of the Actraiser soundtrack that is like a real symphony performing it. Oh, wow. And they do the descent track, but the 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 rests, like the, the amount of space between the end of it and the little dun-dun-dun is just incorrect enough for me to hate it. Oh, I was just about to say, I was like, did they get it perfect? It's, and it's such a, <laughs> such a nitpicky thing. But I'm just yeah, but like... it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. It's not, it's not the thing. That space was what made it perfect. Oh, man. Hmm. Well, it's made me interested. You, well, you, you've described what uh, Actraiser is now, so I, I kind of... I'm a bit more familiar with it, but it's hmm. made me... Uh, yeah, want to look into it more. It seems like it's just a pure kind of medieval fantasy, but you're saying there's like a a godlike element to it as well. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. You, I mean, I've I've actually played it in recent years on like uh, emulators and stuff like that, and it's still mm. it's still fun. Uh, it can be challenging at times, but I think when you get like some of the superpowers, it becomes pretty easy. But yeah, it's uh, like I like the sound design of that game. Like when you sing when you swing your sword, it actually makes almost like a vocal sound. It's like ha oh, ha. Oh. It's, it's oh wild. yeah that's cool yeah. I like stuff like that uh, I guess keeping it to old systems uh, this track that you picked I didn't remember it because I didn't play much of this game because it scared the living shit out of me. Um, <laughs> but uh, what's this scary music... about what's scary about a nice little dolphin? What's scary about fucking drowning? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the opening theme to Echo the Dolphin, yes, uh, is gorgeous.
it is beautiful, isn't it? And yeah. I think people people forget how how that that game is largely remembered, and by me especially, uh, even though I'm a big fan of it, uh, as you know, a living nightmare, and <laughs> <laughs> yep. and you know, just a haunting meditation on you know uh, loss and loneliness and um and and real just you know anxiety inducing dread mayhem yeah and drowning um but the lot of the music was stunning and uh and and it it had such a good way of uh setting the scene you know and kind of putting Mm. you in i mean arguably most of the time uh a, a really like a horrible mood but it, it, <laughs> but it always set the tone it always set the mood and it made you really feel like you were there like you were you were in a certain situation so what yeah. i love what i mean specifically the the opening track what i love about that is that it's just kind of like it does just i mean obviously it brings back every time i listen to it it conjures all these memories of playing echo the dolphin for the first time because i don't think it could be under understated like how amazing that game was when you very first it was like it was turned gorgeous. it on for the first time and you're just kind of like you're just swimming about with all your mates and stuff and you're just in this little little lagoon and it's like holy shit this is so fucking cool mm-hmm. um and then the scariness happens but before that it's just like yeah just you've got this beautiful intro and the music is just you feel like you're in the ocean you feel like you're just kind of like chilling you're probably i don't know like there's all these creatures around you might be like communicating with them on some like telepathic yeah. level you know you just feel like you feel like you're part of the part of the ocean that's what i love about it it's got it's got something in it, you know tonally it's like a, another step on from the tetris soundtrack where it's like this track specifically anyway kind of like just I, th- I feel like it puts you at ease it kind of you know feels good mm-hmm. and then it pulls the rug out from underneath you but i do <laughs> think that like even later in the game that the you know like the open ocean level the deep ocean level uh the one where you're in like the ice caves and stuff like this like mm-hmm. every every song for each level is just like super iconic for me mm. and i think they they really tell their own story like and when you travel back in time to like the jurassic era or whatever and it's like the song sounds like it's jurassic <laughs> like i don't know how to explain it it just all seems to like i don't know it all seems to to bring it all together but i do acknowledge at least that echo is like yeah it holds a lot of um bad memories <laughs> for people. just drowning in video games in general I do yeah. not like at all, Sonic especially when they one, like right? struggle. Sonic does, yeah, the same yeah. thing with. Oh my god, oh, ugh. yeah, uh, it's yeah, and it is kind of terrifying because, like, I think on the, on the Echo soundtrack, I think you're like that first. You you listen to that first song, and it's like, oh, l- luscious. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, interesting and just a really nice song. And then I think like literally the next track is. Uh, I think it's called Under Caves and it's just like oh, no. the next level where you're in the caves. Yeah. And it's like immediately that, you know, it's just like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, <laughs> it's horrible. 
do you know when I when I first played that game when I was a kid when I used to play that game, I thought like I thought that was Echo's fault that the world ended. Yeah, like because I, I was like, oh no, Echo! Like I jumped too high, you know, like because <laughs> it, it like it's when you jump too high and then it goes and it yeah. fucking takes everyone out of the ocean. And I thought it was like, oh no, like it's because Echo was fucking around and he was the dolphin that jumped <laughs> too high, oh, no. and then all of the dolphins got punished for it. And I was like, oh, so I, when I was a kid, I was extra traumatized because I thought I had to play. I thought oh, I had to no, redeem myself. Like guilt, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it was just like the aliens were evil. I thought it was. I thought it was Echo's fault. Mm. So, uh, moving on then. Uh, oh, okay. So, this is not necessarily dark, but it did. It did. Uh, it did confuse me somewhat. <laughs> you probably know which one I'm about to segue into. Um, so it's the it's the intro to another game. Um, a game I never played. I'm guessing it was on PS1 or PS2? PS2. If it's the game, yeah. Way of the Samurai. Yeah, Way of the Samurai. This intro was fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. I would say that like you need you need the to watch the intro video to really make sense of it, but I mm. don't actually think it would help. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch it with the video? I did, yeah. <laughs> it's like none of this makes sense, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty it's pretty great uh yeah uh way of the samurai uh i played the first and the second one apparently they made a bunch more but i can't play them anymore because they don't work on ps4 or anything but uh yeah uh it's this game i think it was actually made for playstation 1 and then playstation 2 came out so they pushed it onto playstation 2 and right. then so like it got some flack for the graphics not being uh up to snuff um but yeah, I didn't think it looked that bad though. No, I I, like, I didn't. In the intro, anyway. Yeah, I don't think I didn't think it looked bad. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. So you're a, you're a wandering samurai, and you wander into this town, and it's kind of set up so that it's like a playthrough of the game takes about three hours, and it's kind of like you what where you go and like there's like four parts of the day like morning, noon, evening, and night, and different parts of the town. If you're there you can kind of decide how events go. You can participate in a fight. You can be like, nah, I'm not interested. You can, you know, and there's like two warring families fighting over the town. So you're kind of this... Cool. Yeah, it's really neat. And the... I really... It was one of the first games... It's the first game I remember where there was something similar to a, a, a permadeath mechanic. Uh, so basically in the game, you collect weapons, like from fallen enemies. And as you fight with a weapon, you level it up. And you unlock new moves for that weapon. Mm. And if you die while you're holding that weapon, you lose it. And it's gone forever. Uh. So it was kind of cool to, to play that and like have that real risk of, of yeah. you know, losing the cool weapon that I'd spent you know, hours you know, 
getting all the moves for and then like paying the oh, blacksmith to upgrade it is yeah, really yeah, neat. Yeah. And uh, and I also like a game that like I can play like kind of like watching a movie. I can play it in two to three hours and have the story and then go back and do it again with a different story and try it again with a different Yeah, weapon. that's cool. So so is the music is the music like that all the way through the game? No, the the rest of the music is 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 more uh well, I mean the combat music features the electric guitar still. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we have to talk about that electric uh, guitar. Well, that's like <laughs> one of my favorite moments like in the video uh when when the guy I think it's is is it when he's drawing his sword that it does the thing where it's like Yeah, yeah. It just out of out of nowhere this guitar just goes like yeah. <laughs> I was so just like, "Whoa, what the fuck is happening?" Yeah, it's like all like And then it just disappears again. Mhm. And yeah. then, and then, uh, yeah, and then, like, it's kind of that traditional sort of uh, Japanese, you know, kind of the the type of music you tend to hear in uh, things like Tenchu or mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Bishidi Blade or whatever. And then, yeah, and then the, that random guitar just kicks in out of nowhere, and then it go, and then it goes back to the Japanese music, and then, and then it just sort of kicks in. With just this like banging beat, mm-hmm. and it starts going like fucking, uh, just so good. It goes like super epic, and like <laughs> all the strings come in and stuff, and then the guitar comes back in. There's mm-hmm. like a fucking wailing guitar solo over the top. I was like, whoa, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. The second game, uh, the opening track is a kind of a remix of the of the opening of the of the first game too. So that's pretty good. Oh, nice. This was the one that I listened to when uh, when I said to you, I was like, ah, I wish I'd uh, talked about the intro from Soul Blade. Yeah. Because um, it sort of reminds me of that. But the intro to Soul Blade, the song is more linear, but mm. it's that same, like, it kicks in and then it's just like wailing guitars with just sort of like with Japanese, like traditional instruments underneath and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, Way of the Samurai. It was so cool that it made me want to like immediately watch a let's play of the video, you know, of mm. the game. Yeah, nice. Because, like I say, yeah, I think like watching, listening to the song with the intro is just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I had to to get the a copy of that. I think it was before I, I before everything was on YouTube. I had to get some. I had to download some kind of software so that I could get into my PlayStation Two disc and pull the audio track from the disc. Oh wow! Because I couldn't buy the soundtrack anywhere, and I couldn't download the sound. Like Way of the Samurai Two was a purchasable soundtrack that I could get, but uh, I couldn't get Way of the Samurai One. I was like, No, I want the, the first. I think one. we talked. I think I talked about this once before, but I used to uh, set up my uh, cassette recorder uh, next to my TV, and then I would just record songs from my video games, mm. like straight onto using the mic on on the cassette recorder just write, record them onto tape so I could nice. listen to them on my Walkman. And one of my favorite <laughs> ones that I had <laughs> was the intro to Cool Spot. 
awesome. Uh, fucking, fucking excellent. <laughs> it's a good intro. <laughs> no, it's great. It's weird that that game isn't available for all of us these days. Yeah. Come on, 7-Up. Well. <laughs> uh, it's my turn to pick one of yours, yeah? Uh, yeah, where should we go next? I think I'm going to go where we've shared some territory, and I'm going to go with uh, Bowerstone Market from Fable 2. There, there aren't too. I mean, there's not, there's not. I can't say enough good things about Fable Two, especially the soundtrack. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know if Russell, Russell Shaw did uh, what else he did other than the Fable soundtracks, but uh, no, never mind. That was somebody else. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know. I, I'm not sure, and I know that. So the the Fable theme was Danny Elfman. Yeah. Um, but Rush, Russell Shaw did the the actual soundtracks to the games yeah. and i'm so glad because although the fable theme is good mm-hmm. it is just it's pure danny elfman yeah and uh shaw's i can't see russell shaw shaw's um soundtrack it's just like it's just pure fantasy to me it's like so much of what makes that game pure fantasy good. a pure spirit of adventure you know yep. is just intrinsic to those soundtracks and mm-hmm. it like fable 2 specifically always reminds me of christmas like i don't know whether it's just because it starts at like christmas time you know yeah. with the snowfall and stuff but like i love that game so much and my favorite song on the soundtrack is bowerstone market because it's like yeah. the first it's the first kind of real location that you visit away from bower lake so you grow up in bower lake Mm -hmm. and that also has beautiful music um the the whole game yeah but then you uh you go off on your adventure and the first place you go is bowerstone market and just everything about it's so good because it's like you go it's this huge town and you're like whoa overwhelmed there's people Mm -hmm. everywhere that fucking bard just like comes up to you and just like (laughs) won't leave you alone and you're like wandering through the town and he's like oh this is the bridge oh have you been over here and you're just like what the fuck is happening and all the way, all the time in the background is just like that Bowerstone Market theme, and I love it so much. It just like, it just it it feels sort of like it's quite cheeky and mischievous, and just like, it just I don't know. It just fills me with, it it helps me embody Sparrow in that moment. You know, like, oh, I'm I'm in the town and like I'm on a little adventure. I just think it's so good. And it does have a little bit of Danny Elfman to it as well, but not. it's not so overt that you would be mistaken. It's got its own identity, which I really love about it. It's got, you know, there's, yeah. it's got, ha- it's like Harry Potter and, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas and all of these, it's kind of everything all mashed it up together. And um, yeah, I just, I just love that soundtrack so much. It does an amazing job of, of, 
of taking the Danny Elfman theme and running with it yeah. and adapting it. And then also doing plenty of original stuff. Yeah, the Fable, like, there are, I can't think of another game series uh, as much as, you know, as like that has the level of atmosphere yeah. and style that Fable has. Like, the character designs are somehow, like, totally typical and familiar and yet unique like yeah. they're 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 different than than other things but they're they're not they're not they don't seem strange at all no they don't, it's, it's no it's, it's like it looks a bit like world of warcraft but it doesn't feel like world of warcraft yeah. it's you know it's and i i was gonna say like i'm biased because it's a very british game as well but i i think that that's what i would say like you know probably people like yourself or people who are not from the uk also find appealing you know about fable because it is it's one of the few games i feel like uh where uh it's 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 not just the british accents it's like the humor the music the style the look of it like everything just feels like it has a very british quality to it yeah um and yeah that's I, i think that's another reason why i just i really like i I just really love it but the music especially fable 2 was one of the first games where the soundtrack was readily available and i you know i uh i purposefully you know had the soundtrack and listened to the soundtrack completely independently of the game yeah Uh, yeah i used to listen to it all the time i uh, when i worked on uh, night shifts uh, I used to work in like a, a record shop and doing night shifts, you know, like replenishing stock and stuff like this. Um, that was like one of my go-to soundtracks to just like put on my headphones and just work away to. my turn to uh pick one of your songs and uh-huh. i mean it feels fairly fitting that we carry on and get your perspective <laughs> on the fable series because you've chosen a song which i've forgotten the name of from fable 3 Kalen. yeah Kalen from fable 3 I fucking love it. So I guess uh, a thing that comes up in my in the tracks that I like is that there's a lot of uh, ethereal female vocalizations going on uh, in soundtracks that I like. Uh, that just I guess is my preference. Um, but yeah, so Kalen from Fable Three, it's uh, when you are in the desert 
And I, I think it's when like you're unconscious and there's like someone above you or there's something about ghosts. I can't remember the exact moment, but the track is beautiful and mm. haunting and yes yeah, it's, it's very very different from my choice <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 yeah it's a different part of fable um it's it's when they're kind of going for the one of the more the, the spookier elements as well and and russell shaw nails that uh as well i li- yeah. i listen to kaylin like almost literally every night it's like on my go wow. to sleep playlist wow. uh because it's just it's like drifting and there's like these little there's these little moments like really really hard to see like you've got to be listening on headphone to hear them but there's like these just these little sounds way yeah. in the background that there's create almost a sense like a distance. little like, electronic sound in there somewhere like mm-hmm. right in the right in the bottom of it i kind of mm-hmm. noticed and mm-hmm. uh but just hearing you say his name there i'm not going to say it again because i clearly but can't say it properly um russell shaw Russell Shaw, Russell Shaw. Okay, there we go. Um, it's 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 crazy that it's the same guy, you know, who <laughs> who has composed both pieces that we've chosen mm-hmm. because it's they couldn't be more different, really. If you're ever uh, wanting to have a nice dinner party and you want some nice background dinner party music, uh, Reaver Mansion from Fall, uh, Fall Fable Three. Uh, Reaver Mansion from Fable 3 is, it's not really like an original composition because it uses like, you know, yeah. traditional music, but uh, it's great. It's so like, it's like Russell Shaw, I guess, on a harpsichord or some shit mm. and, uh, or guitar and, and I don't know, but it's really nice. Yeah, I never really spent, I probably didn't spend enough time with Fable 3, to be honest, but I think it, I'm so attached to Fable 2. Yeah. And I, I think I just found Fable 3, like, just too different, even though it's not that different. But, yeah, um, yeah maybe I need to I need to revisit it after this. I and, enjoyed uh, it. Yeah, Except I mean, I'm sure it's... I would. That's got another, like, town management element to it, hasn't it? Yeah, it does. And I, I was about to say that I don't like that part. Uh, right. <laughs> it's, not as good, it's not as good as you as you imagine. Because they, they kind of sell it. They do that. They do that classic lion head bit where they fucking sell you something that is absolutely not in the goddamn game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's more of a Molyneux thing than a lion head thing. It's true. I think. That, you're absolutely right. It is, it is a Molyneux <laughs> thing. But for a while, he was lion head, it seemed. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, Fable. Yeah. We don't need to talk about the broken promises that were yeah. fable uh but um so they they kind of do this thing where they're like oh like you get to be king and you get to rule and stuff like that and it's really fucking trite and stupid you play through the game and then you get to the kind of the act break where it kind of leads you into the the management sim and it's just these really dumb binary fucking morality choices where it's like do you want to like there's like bad guys coming and it's like do you want to do the good thing that will not <laughs> enslave people but won't make enough money to fight the bad guys? Or do you want to make enough money to fight the bad guys but you'll have to put children in the mines? Like, oh. like, fuck off with your hyper Boolean fucking well, morality. <laughs> that's quite funny you say that because one of the things I wrote down when I was listening to uh, to the song, Kalen, is it called? Mm-hmm. That's what I, I call it. I wrote... Uh, very biblical question mark because <laughs> it does i don't know if it's just the woman's voice you know or mm-hmm. the you know the notes that she's singing but it it has that sort of like i don't know 
Is it, is a, it sort of Middle Eastern kind it, of it, influence? It, yeah. yeah. I, to me, it sounds very Middle Eastern, very, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, stylized, I suppose. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, uh, yeah, and it's very spiritually, like, it yes. sounds very magical. I actually, um, when, like, running, like, tabletop role-playing games, I'll usually make a soundtrack, and if I need to have, like, some ethereal, like, traveling through, <laughs> like, you know, the mind scaped into the spirit realm, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll play that track, because it's perfect. I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the Fable soundtracks are perfect for that. I think we mm, sort of discussed mm-hmm. it on my one as well. Like, they just every every song on any of the Fable soundtracks mm-hmm. is capable of just conjuring up the right mental picture for a, mm. a location or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, love it. So, time for your fourth pick, which is Doom 2016 BFG Division. sure we need to dwell on this one very long because it's yeah. i mean it's basically it's 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 boss music for the player you know yeah. and that's what i love about it that's what i love about the doom uh reboot uh start to finish it's just uh it's a power fantasy really that's what it mm-hmm. is it's you know you uh you are the baddest motherfucker on mars and you're gonna clean it up uh-huh. And uh, BFG Division in particular, I singled out because I think that just comes across as the most like "fuck you" song on the soundtrack. The soundtrack I love from start to finish. There's some. There's actually a lot more, even though the soundtrack is kind of more well known uh, for this kind of like tectonic, uh, like riffage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a lot of like. Uh, quieter more brooding uh songs on the soundtrack as well some quite like Mm. lengthy you know pieces are on there very like uh synthetic and uh and moody and atmospheric um but when it really shines much like the game itself like is this the second you're in those combat arenas and the fucking riffs kick in and the drums kick in and then you're just ready to start like just blowing the shit out of everything that moves it's just like it just feels awesome and i wouldn't say i listen to the doom soundtrack a lot independently of the game but as you know as a pairing that soundtrack and and playing that video game is just like man it's it's an it's just such a uh 
what's the right word? It just fucking kicks ass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just it just fucking rules when you're yeah. just like it's just like and you're just like blowing stuff up. It just feels mm-hmm. fucking great to play. And I, I didn't I I didn't really love Doom Doom Eternal as much. Yeah, I, I mean, heard even it wasn't though as good. it was, yeah, even though it was more of the same, and uh, and and supposedly there was some back and forth with uh, Mick Gordon, who's the composer of the um, the Doom yeah. twenty sixteen soundtrack. He returned for Doom Eternal, but then he wasn't credited. Apparently, they they kind of like fell out or whatever. So so really, the only full soundtrack that he he did for the Doom games is the uh, is the twenty sixteen <laughs> one. And um, there's actually a really cool uh gdc talk that he did uh i guess it's like it must be 2017 or 2018 or something like that after the game came out he did a a gdc talk about about how he like kind of like what the brief was and then how he interpreted that and how he created the soundtrack Mm -hmm. and it's actually like it's very very technical and um he's a he's a giant nerd but it's uh it's really fascinating i think even if you uh even if you have no intention of uh, playing Doom or listening to the soundtrack or you're not into heavy music or anything like that, I think just from from a purely technical and creative, you know, level of, of yeah. creating a soundtrack for a video game, uh, I just think he, the way he went about it is really, really interesting. And there's some, like, really fun Easter eggs in there and stuff like that. But... Um, I said I we didn't need to dwell on it, and then I've just rambled on for about five <laughs> minutes about how much it fucking rules. But That's what we're here for, <laughs> yeah. Have you like? What did you think of it? Uh, I I listened to it. I thought it was fucking cool as shit. I thought uh, <laughs> that the the having the whole eight minutes of it on the the uh, the YouTube video is kind of funny because <laughs> yeah. it it does like repeat a yeah. lot. Uh, but I think for a video game soundtrack, that's absolutely appropriate. Like if you're in the mood in the game, listening to it independently of like having a bunch of monsters to kill, I started like, okay. I'm, and it's also funny watching the video because you're like watching, like there's close-ups of his fingers doing the guitar and then <laughs> yeah. there'll be a close-up of somebody turning a knob when the music yeah. hasn't changed in like, you know, like it's been the same yeah. repeating measures It's so for funny as well. They keep showing him using this like huge, like eight string guitar and he's like doing these riffs <laughs> on it. But like the whole riff is one just... String. It's just like it's just like one right. string it's like this, bend. It's the whole riff. Thing. Yeah, it's like it that's really... what makes it so fucking rad, though. <laughs> So, uh, moving on to your fourth pick, mm-hmm. something that's at the complete other end of the scale uh, <laughs> from <laughs> uh, being the backing track to being an overpowered uh, superhero in hell. Uh, mm. You've gone for uh, something that, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll withhold my description until uh, you've had a chance to talk about it, but this okay. is from... Uh, what, what's the name of the track? Uh, the Venice Rooftops from Assassin's Creed 2 by Jesper Kidd.
game and absolutely gorgeous soundtrack. Uh, this is a soundtrack that I love and I will, well, back when I was jogging all the time or biking all the time, this, this soundtrack was in my ears all the time. I mean, it's just so good. It's so, there's a lot of energy to it. There's a lot of beauty to it. Um, I loved it in the game and I love it out of the game. Like there's this sense of being in a beautiful place and mm. of running and jumping and, and f almost flying. And uh, I, I probably, probably hurt myself getting so excited by this music and running. And being <laughs> like I'm going to climb that fucking flagpole now. <laughs> do that shit. Um, because it was just so, it's just such a, a wonderful combination. Because there's, there, I don't know if it's in, if it's in Venice rooftops. I don't think there's any in that. But there's a lot of uh, electric guitar uh, in the in the track. It's, I, I enjoy, I enjoy classical instrumentation blended like with electric guitar in it. I think everybody uh, okay. does it. I think when when Christmas in Sarajevo came out. Uh, it fucking changed all of our lives. Uh, <laughs> Trans-Siberian Orchestra just fucking just changed everything because yeah. suddenly there's this really cool orchestra with electric guitar? What? <laughs> um, and I'm into that. And again, there's also a lot of this ethereal high vocalization throughout. And uh, yeah, that whole soundtrack is just really fucking cool. Yeah, so I only listened to this one track and I... I, I I, I kind of wish I'd listened to the whole uh, soundtrack now because I I loved Assassin's Creed 2. I put hours and hours and hours into it. And to, mm -hmm. to, to, day, to date, it's probably still like my favorite Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's just, I love the setting. You know, I love the, the story and the characters and everything like that. It's really, really fun. But it's admittedly, it's been a while since I played it. and mm -hmm. But I, do, I don't really have like a memory for the music like uh, whether or not it, it, but it could be one of those things where it's like oh if i heard the main theme it would mm -hmm. immediately jog my memory um mm -hmm. but when i was listening to this track i was like is this what the assassin's creed 2 soundtrack was like because i was kind of like <laughs> i couldn't really picture it um but but i do get where you're coming from where you say like it 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 puts you in a sense of sp space where it's because it is a historical game, but it's it's mm -hmm. very much a sci-fi game at the same time. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think the soundtrack, the track that I listen to, like really rides r runs that tightrope really nicely. It, mm -hmm. it almost it get, I got a slight sort of like uh, William Orbit, you know, kind of James, almost James Bond soundtrack mm. vibe to it. Um, okay. Yeah, which probably makes most people think like what <laughs> but, <laughs> but i'm thinking more sort of those those scenes because because james in james bond films he's like a globetrotter right and you know yeah um, he's often in uh you know very exotic places where there, maybe there's like a motorbike chase or something like that and um and uh and i can just imagine like this type of music which is quite orchestral but has that sort of like very like there's like a lot of percussion and maybe some guitar, you know, to kind of like make mm -hmm. it sort of like blending, you know, the the exotic culture with a bit of like rock and roll, <laughs> like yeah. edgy edginess to it, you know. Um, so that yeah, that's that's kind of what I what I thought about the track. But I need to listen to the rest of the soundtrack, really. I mean, it's and different tracks are are 
pretty different. Um, there's and there's some of it that leans more into sci-fi when you're in more of like the you know when the game takes you into the modern world and, yeah. and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I really dug it. I really dig it. Yeah, it makes me want to play Assassin's Creed 2 again. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm worried that I won't like it now or something. I know. <laughs> that's what puts me off as well. Oh, well. So. So we've each picked a Devolver track as well. We have. And uh, yours just totally knocked my socks off. I completely <laughs> forgot how fucking amazing this soundtrack is. Yes. So, and specifically the uh, end credits uh, from Crossing Souls. Yeah. Yeah. I so I I love Crossing Souls. I know it's not like perfect, um, but man, I, I <laughs> love that game. Okay, it, let's make no bones about it. Like I, I'm a I'm an '80s throwback kind of guy. I you? love. <laughs> no. um, I love it all. You know, um, Back to the Future is my favorite film of all time. Uh, and and I love the Crossing Souls boys and what mm-hmm. they did with Crossing Souls. I I I love that it's just this completely earnest love letter to everything they grew up with, mm-hmm. loving. You know, the Goonies, mm-hmm. Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, just Poltergeist, that. Everything. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Exactly. So they just um, and and what I love about the soundtrack is that uh, it's just. Again, I think I feel like we've we've done this with all of our choices. It's like it it puts you in a place and a time and you know, close your eyes and you have the image in your head immediately. And mm-hmm. uh the soundtrack to Crossing Souls I think is just like fucking sublime. Because they they I f- um, this is going to kill me. I forget the name of the composer. Uh Chris Kopke? Chris Kopke? Chris Kopke? Yeah, something like that. Chris Kropke? Kropke? Kopke? It's K-O-M-L-A-U-T-B-K-E. Yeah, so it's it's uh, Chris Kopke and, uh, and Time, Time Cop. Cop. Um, mm. And I, as much as I love Time Cop, uh, I actually prefer Chris's songs way more because it's got that... It's got that sort of classic John Williams... Yep, mm-hmm uh spielberg mm-hmm. i mean those are the words just... i've been just waiting to, for you to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just... say john williams spielberg yeah sorry yeah yeah it's just it's just luscious it's his it's his all... work is to his work is to john williams what uh 
what maybe we might say Russell Shaw's work is to Danny Elfman yeah. when he wants to be. Yeah, it's just he he takes those motifs, uh, you know, puts his own spin on it. But everything mm-hmm. is that major key. It's the choice mm-hmm. of instruments, you know, mm-hmm. in the orchestra. It's mm-hmm. just everything is rising. Everything just mm-hmm. uh, feels vital um, mm-hmm. and exciting. And I think that's why I love uh, Crossing Soul so much because the game itself, you know, it's um, it's fairly. Uh, you know your sort of typical kind of uh platform adventure game yeah you know there's not a great deal of challenge there's a few puzzles in it and stuff like this but the music makes you feel like you're <laughs> in this like exciting adventure you know you're riding your bmx's oh. down you know mm-hmm. in the canyons or you know you're uh you crash into a uh a fucking uh what is it they they have like the et section where like the whole Mm -hmm. town at night has all been uh shut down by the by the army and you have to like uh sneak in and go through all of like the medical uh tents and stuff like this Mm -hmm. and everything has that kind of uh yeah just that john williams kind of vibe to it and the the reason why i love the end credits the most is because as we all know classic john williams you get the big medley at the end that Mm -hmm. (laughs) brings all the themes together and um it's just a fucking it's just a rollicking two and a half minutes you know where you just you feel so triumphant Mm -hmm. and ah yeah but at the same time it like it it brings back all it recalls all of these different moments from the game so it's like you feel triumphant but you remember like the the more poignant moments and then it brings you back and then you then you re- reminds you of the the oh remember when the bad guy nearly got you <laughs> <laughs> and this kind of stuff and it's just like oh it's fucking great man mm-hmm. i got really excited uh, just talking about it <laughs> i i'm excited talking about it about, yeah. yeah it's it's just a joy So you've also picked a Devolver title mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for your favorite mm-hmm. soundtrack. And this is very different from mine because it's <laughs> a whole it's a wholly original <laughs> sounding soundtrack uh, yeah. for for a very very different type of game. Uh yeah. But it t- it too takes you on a on a very compelling journey, I would say. Mhm. Uh, yeah, so I went with uh, Finger Spit's uh, Gods Will Be Watching soundtrack, and I went with the track Legend. through it i did i listened to all nine minutes 
Is it nine minutes long? Yeah. <laughs> and it, ah, I love it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and it takes you on a journey, man. So this track um, plays when you are... For anyone who hasn't played Gods Will Be Watching, uh, it is hard as fuck. It's, yeah. it's one of the most unforgiving games ever made, and that is part of the design. Um, and uh, But there was a level in there, uh, and it was the desert, uh, where you are crash landed with a team and it's your job to lead that team out of the desert. And with the original release version of gods will be watching, it was completely like the, the way it was set up was, it was just completely randomized, mm-hmm. uh, where things would be. And it was like, they, they eventually had to patch it to reduce the difficulty because it was just so obtuse. It took me, it took me, I can't remember if it was one or two weeks to beat this one level. Uh, and, like, it's a thing where I had to sit down and I had to make a map every time I played it. And it was, they, they randomized it every time, so the map was never the same. So I yeah. would sit down with a map <laughs> and I had my own, like, key index of what things were and where they were. And that game was so good and so hard. And so that track um, is when you're trying to get through the desert. And it starts off so low-key and Mm -hmm. just builds very slowly until it becomes this really inspiring guitar action. Uh, Totally. uh, Yeah? Yeah, totally does. And and, until I listened to it, uh, I had completely forgotten that the music did that (laughs) in the game. Yeah. Because, but I can remember now, back when I first played it, and I was like, man, this game is so, so hard, and it can be so, so (laughs) grueling, and so, so punishing, Mm -hmm. but oftentimes, the music is designed to kind of help you get through it, like, Mm -hmm. it's designed to keep your spirits up, and um, I just think that was so cool. And when you win, when you when you succeed, like the music matches. Like yeah. when you get out of the desert and you you make it, which I only did <laughs> one time, and I was like, I'm never playing this again. <laughs> uh, I did I did beat it before they patched it, but uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, high five. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, it does. Like when like as it's building, you're just like, fuck, I am the legend. Like I don't know, it's just it's so good. It's I love just, finger spits work. Yeah, I I wrote down. Uh, it's it's just this beautiful like cosmic western mm. ballad that mm-hmm. you know takes takes you off on this journey. Uh, you know it's sort because it sort of begins. It's very disjointed. There's almost mm-hmm. like no sense of rhythm to it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's just this kind of like this this lonesome kind of like guitar. And then, like, mm-hmm. as you say, like, it slowly builds and then it swells into this, like, that sick, like, lead guitar comes out and then it just, like, and then there's, like, the whistling kind of synth <laughs> on it as well. Mm-hmm. Almost, like, sort of Morricone-esque. Mm-hmm. And it, but it just becomes way, way bigger. And it just keeps going. And it's, like, and you just think, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, keep going, keep going. I'm fucking doing and it. And it's, yeah, it's fucking great. And it, I feel like that's just, that one song is like such a great just encapsulation of gods will be watching the game mm-hmm. you know it's like it's this because it is this epic journey you know f- f- for these people 
uh, through space and time and all the rest of it. And it's just like, yeah, it's just fucking cool. It's, it's a real, it takes you on a journey. I really like it. soundtrack is also fucking par excellence yeah i guess yeah i mean we could sit here all day and talk about all of yeah. the amazing video game soundtracks <laughs> that we you also just love. shout out the things we, we we forgot to put on where we didn't have room to put on our list that should be on the list yeah I've, uh, there's a couple i would say uh yeah <laughs> definitely the intro to soul blade uh mm. that that's just like that's a real standout for me uh the whole uh the whole uh advent rising soundtrack by tommy Talarico for me yeah i mean there, there are some really obvious ones for me as well like oh, yeah? final fantasy 7 um, oh yeah final fantasy 2 for me yeah final fantasy 7 obviously i still love it but mm-hmm. the, i think there it has got to a point now where even i'm a bit like oh i've heard it too many times now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah especially with the remake coming out and stuff i'm just like yeah, yeah okay i've kind of had enough of that now <laughs> yeah. but i used to really love that uh, uh, and then th- michael- um oh sorry what were you going to say i was going to say michael lands the dig soundtrack oh yeah yeah that oh just- yeah some great lucas arts ones uh curse, oh, of, curse of monkey island yeah oh my god uh, and the thing about curse of monkey island is right i fucking hate reggae okay <laughs> can't stand it yeah. and and that soundtrack is very influenced by you know because it's set in like uh the caribbean uh, the caribbean so it has a lot of those kind of like steel drums and you know mm-hmm. and kind of like a, a, a reggae kind of uh rhythms mm-hmm. um but I love that soundtrack. Oh my days! I love it. <laughs> it's so That's one good. Of your favorite. That's your favorite game, isn't it? Or one of? It's one of my favorite games of all yeah. time. Yeah, Curse, which is often overlooked, which I find crazy. Is I mean, I know the, the first one? the first two are classics. It's oh, the third okay. one. It's it's Curse the, the it's the one, one. It's the one with like the hand drawn animation and the voice acting and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one is good. Is that the one where you start off in the you're floating in the the bumper car? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I love that one. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another that's another big one for me, definitely. Oh shit. Now I'm thinking of like oh my god. Uh Quest for Glory for Shadows of Darkness. Uh the opening theme to that and most of the music to that is fucking excellent as well. Mm, old I don't Sierra know that one. game. It's uh it's an old Sierra game. It was like it was like a it was like a uh it was like a King's Quest game, but they were funny. Um, okay it had it had uh what is his name bryce is it bryce davies is that his name gimli the actor who played gimli is oh. the narrator oh uh reese reese davies reese davies yeah yeah he's he's the narrator oh amazing fucking excellent it's so that, good that's another thing that i was reminded of when we were talking about fable 2 zoe wanamaker is the narrator in that and it yeah oh, it's like yeah. perfect yeah mm-hmm. so good more games oh, need man. narrators. Then yeah. They need to let me be them. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, hopefully 
there will be many more amazing soundtracks to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Knocked. There's an honorable mention. Oh, yes. A Devolver yes. soundtrack that never, did. for a game that never came out. Yeah, we both we both talked about that, didn't we? No. Before we did this. Yeah, Knocked. Um, which had... That was another collaborative one, wasn't it? It was a chap yeah. whose name I can't remember, and then Robin Fink. World Clock and Robin Fink. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And run, uh, Oh, see, so now Robin from Nine Inch Nails also reminds me that the Quake soundtrack by Trent Reznor is fucking excellent. Oh, yeah. And the original Doom... Mm-hmm. Which was uh, which was obviously notorious for ripping off a bunch of <laughs> like Metallica songs, but <laughs> still good. Ah, oh, Road Rash. That was one of my Holy favorites shit, as well. Road Rash. Fuck yeah, Road Rash. Oh my god, that was another one that I used to set up the tape recorder <laughs> and <laughs> record the songs. This, Al- this, this, Alaska this. was one of my favorites. There was one this on there as well. Just... There was one on there Sorry. as well that started with the. It was supposed to start with like these um like bongo drums and it was like uh-huh. <laughs> it was like insane drumming on it i loved it so much oh, oh shit amazing fucking f-zero oh uh, god fucking fuck. f-zero oh. how the fuck did we miss f-zero oh. this episode should just fade out on us going what about this what about that i've literally just like put my head on my desk <laughs> thinking what's about that one F-Zero. called like dun Donkey Kong Country as well. That oh my situation. god, Donkey Kong Country. Oh. Well, that was that guy Grant Nope, wasn't it? Who did he did like all the rare games? So he did yeah. uh, Golden Eye and stuff as well. Oh really? Yeah, that was a good yeah. soundtrack. Grant, wow, Grant, you just Grant Kirk Hope. Grant Kirk Hope. That's it. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Banjo Kazooie, he did all of yeah. those. Yeah. Oh man! Right, we're gonna have to wrap this up because <laughs> we should uh, we should do our our our, uh, our shoutouts from people. I just want to say so. Oh, the yeah. only hashtag forecast we've got on Twitter today is from at Rasta Ferrix, who okay. says, "So good to hear those voices." Heart eye emoji. Heart eye emoji. JM Agent Tinsley and Robbie Patterson. You made my evening great. I miss so much my Devolver Digital family. Aww. Thank you, Pilu. Ah, it's Pilu. Thanks, Pilu. It's Pilu. Yeah. That's nice. And Robbie, you asked the folks of Discord. You came into Discord like the proverbial wrecking ball. And, <laughs> I did. Uh, you asked the folks of Discord uh, to uh, to let us to let us know their questions. So we should probably uh, pop over to that real fast. Let me see responses. Uh, and. Uh, Let's see. There's uh, there's the usual uh, Discord trash about porting Fall Guys to other platforms. Thanks yeah. for that, y'all. Um, <laughs> someone says monkey? Question mark. And no, in fact, we are both apes. Yes. But thank you for your question. <laughs> um, 
Let's see. Uh, what is this group all about? <laughs> Someone's question. Uh, I think you'll find it's a podcast. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's a real one at the bottom. There's a, a real question. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to read it? Sure, I will. This is your baby. It says, uh, "How have both of your views changed on the industry from when you started to today?" Has anything in particular changed for better or worse? And what do you think could benefit from change in the future? That's a really good question. It's a very good question. We probably that's shouldn't have really saved good. it for the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's that's like a that might be a whole episode on its own. Maybe uh, maybe should we do that? Should we should we take this question as a basis and uh and promise to do an episode about our experiences yeah watching the industry change and 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 how that's that's been for us and what we think the industry could benefit from sure that sounds i mean that's a that's a really big great question yeah thanks uh whoever you are yeah thanks whoever asked (laughs) yeah sorry there's no uh we could you could just ask us questions in the discord but i just thought it'd be nice to have everything in one place it's very great. Oh, someone did ask, what does quality assurance usually entail? Does it mean looking for potential bugs or something else? That's not really our department, but uh, yeah, it means playing through a game and making sure it works is the real basic of what yeah. quality assurance is. Yeah. Um, just making sure it, it, it it's playable from start yeah. to finish. Yeah. Basically, in broad terms. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely up for, for tackling that, uh, that other question on, a, on another podcast. Yeah. That seems like a fun one. We've got a couple mm-hmm. episodes planned out, but uh, I think we should put that one on the list. Yeah. So now, because we're because we're p- starting to plan these ahead of time, mm-hmm. I, we could t- we could let people know who who's coming to the show next week if yeah. we, if we want to. Is that something you want to do, Robbie? I don't believe in the future that much. I don't believe the future is that predictable. But <laughs> you're probably right. It's probably fine. <laughs> no, let's keep it a, a secret. Um, but seriously there were <laughs> yeah seriously people are going to think that has to do with serious sam and it fucking doesn't yeah it's not serious sam but serious sam. uh we will be uh speaking to another lovely guest next week uh, so you can mm-hmm, look forward mm-hmm, to that mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm, in the meantime mm-hmm. you know where to follow us if you don't um it's just at devolver digital on twitter and instagram Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what's the? How do people join the Discord, JM? I think you just Google Devolver Digital Discord, and uh, it should show up. Do you know what? I'm going to do that right now to test. Just make sure that it works. Uh, sure. Devolver Digital Discord. Hey, look! It's right there. Look at that. And then you click on the link, and it takes you straight there takes you straight there the wonders of the future there you go okay so uh google devolver digital discord and come and join us on discord discord unless <laughs> unless you just want to talk about porting fall guys to different platforms in which case don't yeah never talk about fall guys again <laughs> you can go to the fall guys discord they've got There's, one yeah <laughs> they've got their own one <laughs> go over there but on the Devolver Discord, you can talk about all sorts of different things. But there is a forecast mm-hmm. dedicated channel. So mm-hmm. pop in there and say hello. Uh, I'm always in there now. It's true. Yeah, love it. It's great. I'm hanging out. It's with like, the oh, Robbie's smell. here. 
Uh, we also have forecast.devolverdigital.com, which oh, yeah. is the website that this for this forecast is on. Yeah. Oh, and we have uh, Terry Valman of Sludge Life fame. Uh, mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm. he's going to be working on a new uh, podcast uh, logo logo for us. Yeah, I gotta I gotta retake my pictures. Oh yeah. So uh, everyone at home, you can be ex look forward to seeing a brand new icon at some Whee! point in the future. Right. Uh, so that's it. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate your time and your attention. Demand the arrest of the men who murdered Brianna Taylor. Those motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that. Wow.